This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm Grant, DM and fish linguist, and I'm here with Austin Brady, Mordecai and Adia, twin soul apostates, Cody Smith, Space Pirate Grundle, <laughs> Tyrell Nye, Evian, Turncoat Executioner, John Cayley, Mr. Goy, the mysterious alchemist, and our special guest, Heidi Milky. Nabby, the nervous environmentalist. Awesome. Something is amiss on the magical zoo planet of Pagara. The OIT, Offices of Intergalactic Treaties, has brokered an arrangement between the Terran Command and the Ancients Alliance to provide assistance. Last episode, you met that assistance in the forum of the five powerful prisoners who volunteered or were volunteered to save Pagara and trade for their freedom. They arrived by shuttle with their chaperone, Sal. Just as they were about to get briefed on their mission, their shuttle was shot down. They were attacked by sentient fish people riding dinosaurs. That is exactly, <laughs> exactly where we left off. Uh, we left quite a mess on this beautiful beach on the magical zoo planet of Pagara. There are dead fish guts. There are fried fish, burned fish, squished fish, all sorts of fish all over this beach. Uh, and a storm has just started. Clouds have just rolled in and it is raining right now. Uh, heavily, heavy rain over this. Uh, again, it's a beautiful beach. The water is very like see-through. The sand is just like perfect, except for the fish parts. Um, and I'm just going to let you guys take it there. Obviously, a little bit of confusion about what's going on and where you are and all of that stuff. Uh, Sal is like climbed out of Mordecai's pack, little baby Bjorn that Mordecai had put him in. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. What? What's the plan now? Pla- plan? Plan? I don't have a plan anymore. Do you have a plan? What? what? Hey, I'm, I'm going to slap him. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, calm down. Okay. Uh, 1d4. <laughs> Jeez. God, I'm going to fucking kill him with one slap. Okay, it was only one damage. <laughs> okay, the... Where's uh, the closest outpost? The very weak commoner, Sal, falls to the sand. And he pulls up his Vitacom. And he's like, what? Why are you attacking me? You can't, you can't hurt me. I'm not attacking you. I'm snapping you out of it. Now, where's the closest outpost? Oh, goodness. Why, why are you guys so calm? I'm freaking out. Um, <laughs> I think these fellows have seen worse. Okay. Uh, he pulls up his uh, Vitacom, is what we're calling it. Um, and he uh, looks at it. He's like, okay, uh... Well, it looks like we were over Coastal Dome 6 when we crash-landed. Uh, that's, I guess, good and bad. We're close-ish to where we were supposed to land. But, oh man, I don't, I mean, it's it's a waste. It's going to be quite a walk to get to the Jungle Dome. Hmm. I keep doing the nivets. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe those are just Pippin. Hmm. It's like, man, I, he's, uh, he's, he's looking over some information. He's like, yeah, I, uh. I think we might be locked in here too. Apparently, uh, apparently we've lost the key out of Coastal Dome Six. Uh, that could be a problem. It's apparently part of a, a dragon's horde that lives here. I don't know what we're gonna do about that. I could probably get us some supplies. I have a couple supply drops. Let me know when you want the supplies. Dragon. 
Yeah, yeah, it's right. a dragon. And uh, we made this really big, beautiful key for the opening of the Jungle Dome Delta. It's a, uh, it's actually called Jurassic Park. It's a uh, old, old, uh, old animals from from Terra. And we made a really cool key. It was like a big press event. It was a big deal. But uh, yeah, dragons really like big, sparkly things. And uh, she took it, and we don't have it. So I don't know how we're gonna get out of here. Well, we killed dragon. Oh man, yeah, we really. It's highly endangered dragon. Yeah, that sounds like a terrible idea. We highly seduced the dragon. Uh, this uh, particular. I, I, I could probably make an asphyxiac, so. What? That's 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 possible. I, f- I, I, mean, I feel like we need to get out of the rain. This is a little. This is a little intense. Well. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you wet? Here, I'm... and I I shove them back in my backpack. <laughs> well, my rather large friend Grundle. Could you pull that wreckage a little bit more up shore? Or is it too heavy for you? Uh, nothing is too heavy for Grundle! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Holy shit! Holy shit, a crit! <laughs> okay, uh, crit or not. I mean, it is impressive that you moved this shuttle. Like, it budged. It's like when uh, when uh, Captain America moved Thor's hammer a little bit. Like, <laughs> Hey, spoilers! We're impressed, but you know you cannot drag a shuttle out of the water onto the beach. <laughs> there. It is uh, roll, moved. roll a D100, though, for the wild magic surge there. Uh, no problem. Coming right up. Because this is the magical zoo planet of Pragara. I rolled a 12 for whatever reason. Okay, Grundle, you cannot remember who you are. <laughs> what? Who am I? For an hour. You're, you're Grundle. Who is so strong as to move this? You, you are. Oh God. Okay, come on. What are we? What are we doing? I remember you guys. Where's the closest outpost? Is there anywhere that you know, like anywhere we can take know, shelter? Feeding platform. Anywhere we can lower a goat. Like anything. A fe- what are you? Uh, I mean. I wasn't really allowed to have any GPS or communications as part of the treaty of bringing you guys down here. So I, I know there's a there's a, a a weather station where we were supposed to land. Uh, I'm actually starting to be worried that that's what shot us down because there were some uh, point defense systems installed there, which is concerning. But that's in the jungle dome, and we're pretty far away. I know we need to head north, but I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a tracker. I'm a botanist. I don't know how I got volunteered for this. Old I think Tyler, it you must have. Uh, Tevian launches himself up into the air and flies above the tree line to get a scope of the surrounding area and to see where that weather tower that he was talking about was. Okay. So it is... Uh, we are under the effects of heavy rain, which uh, the sky is blocked. High-flying aerial creatures have total cover. Outdoor light does not count as sunlight using disadvantage so tj you can make a um you can make a survival check with disadvantage because of the uh, clouds and the rain so tevian uh you get up there it is it's cre- it is unnaturally uh windy there's this heavy rain beating down the clouds are just thick and like you can see uh a wall off in the distance to the north it looks like it's gonna be like a couple days travel but you can't really make out anything other than that but that's six all right i drop back down there's a wall to the north 
But uh, this storm, and it's crazy. There's not a whole lot else out there but jungle. Well, did you see any mountains, possibly with caves, that we could take shelter in? I just saw a wall a couple days north of here. Well, do you want me to try and do one of our supply drops? There should be tents and stuff in there. Yes. Yes, please do that. <laughs> That's an excellent idea. Uh, does the wind seem like it would even let us keep tents? <laughs> uh, it's pretty windy. So the way that this is going to work is um, when you're camping, there'll be a uh, a DC to find somewhere to camp, um, whether that be with, with tents or whatever. There's going to be DCs to set up camp. Uh, which will be, uh, the difficulty will be increased or decreased based on the weather. And the weather is going to be changing daily until you guys hypothetically were to retake the weather station if you if you choose to do that. Well, if we get off the beach, we can take shelter from the wind and the trees. So Sal shares with you the map that he's looking at. And again, it's not like a smart, it, it, there's no GPS. And he can kind of tell you like it, where-ish you are, but it's going to take survival checks for you guys to get your bearings and to try and get uh, where you need to go right now you'll yeah. need to apparently get this uh you know key from this dragon that lives in this dome so that you can breach into the jungle dome the jungle dome is where this weather station is i'll try to take a peek at the map and see if i can like figure out by looking at the surroundings like if there's a curve to the beach if there's any sort of like other kind of landmarks that i can see that would give us a a general idea of where we're at. Sure. Give me a... Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to look at the map, too. I want to... Well, unfortunately, the map just got caught by the wind and just went flying Jesus out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he crit fell. It is on his... Uh, it is on the Vitacom, though. So he shows you, Nabby, if you can roll a survival. And you have a little special ability for reading maps, don't you? Oh! Oh! oh. Doesn't oh, even need it. I am also a cartographer. Nice. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh. Let's see here. Uh, oh my god. Uh, uh, what just happened? You, you need to roll a d- Well, I rolled your... You, so you crit. Okay, so you crit, so you got a wild magic surge. So I rolled your d100, and I rolled a 100, which Jeez. is crazy. Something crazy. So you get a... Uh, you regain... Because of that 100, you get all of your hit points back. Nice. You regain all of your spell slots that you've spent for the day. And you gain a permanent plus two to the stat of your choice. Ooh. Wow. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons with 20 wisdom. Why didn't I buy a Powerball ticket? I should have done. <laughs> you shouldn't have because you've wasted on on this. So. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. So Nabby takes a look at the map. Um, she's able to... The map is like a zoo map. It looks exactly like you would picture if you look like with like the different... Uh, there's like a big the pictures of like dinosaurs and the gate is like an, an illustration. Uh, Nabby, you're pretty sure that you could lead the group to the area where the dragon lives in about a day's travel and you could get them to the jungle dome or Jurassic Park. You could get them to that gate in about two days of travel north. You're pretty okay. confident that you, uh, you're, you'll be able to navigate that. So you're either going to need to go try and get this key, or you're going to need to try and find another way over this wall. You have also not really talked, guys, to Sal about what the actual mission is. So at some point, make sure that you, maybe when you're out of the rain and, you know, not being assaulted. Uh, I I planned on bringing that up as well as a couple other things once we camped somewhere. Sure. 
So I'm going to tell the guys, you know, what I what I see here and let them know that I like we need to go. Um, I'm going to have Sal. Sal, you need to call. Did you already call it in? Well, I mean, I don't really have like a communicator. That's not allowed. I can call two supply drops. I have I would two. Call, call a supply drop. Okay, here we go. He presses a button uh, and you guys kind of stand there for like a minute. Um, and then you see, even through the clouds, you see like the the flash of this thing like breaching through the atmosphere. And then you hear to the north, you hear these cannons start firing. Uh, roll perception, guys. It's not going to be hard. DC 10, we'll say. Yeah, so uh, you hear 22. these PDS cannons start firing from the north. And this fireball, complete, like, wreckage of a little, like, drone just crashes in the water a little bit south of where you guys are. And Sal's just standing there with, like, his mouth wide open. Does it look like it's recoverable? No. <laughs> Funny! Bad idea. I, I, I'm getting really concerned. I... Drop another one! I don't. I don't think we should do that. I think we should save the second one. I really think we're gonna need to retake that weather station, though. Okay, huh. let's just go. I don't know if I'm more concerned that the uh, fish people are this far south, or that they've learned how to use advanced uh, weaponry. Both very concerning. I think we just need to. He- we need to go. We need to head north, yeah. right, toward the weather station. Oh yeah, the fish people. Mister Goy starts looking around at the dead corpses. And it pulls out a knife and heads over to the brontosaurus and begins to just kind of carve it up, selecting <laughs> out some prime pieces. Some I prime am. cuts. Abby is visibly disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is uh, one of Mr. Goy's special abilities. Uh, he's able to brew up some special potions and such. Um, and he... Ability known as Harvest. Harvest. There we go. Which makes him roll a nature check. And then he gets four extra special bits. So pop those into your... That is that is a notable creature, by the way. So... <laughs> oh, man. Roll a d100. <laughs> Why are you guys, like, doing this? This is insane. <laughs> a 63. There's still, like, a rumbling off in the distance, and you still feel a little weird, Mordecai. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, well. yeah, you... I do have a, you're right too, by the way, I do have a wanderer. This is, I have an excellent memory for maps and geography. can always recall the general layout of terrain, settlements, and other features around me. Nice. Oh, in addition, I can find fr- food and fresh water for myself and up to five people each day, provided that the land has berries, small game, water, so forth. So this would be perfect, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can keep these assholes fed. We don't. I. I. We do not even need a supply drop. I got you, boys. We probably need oh. some some shelter or something at some point. <laughs> let's fix the. Let's fix the rain. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Mister Guy. Uh. Mr. As you. Mister Goy. As you do that. Um. <laughs> you concentrate and you just like slip and like cut yourself a little bit and eight chickens appear. At your feet and run into the jungle at top speed. Uh, can can I try to shoot one with my little blaster? Yeah, make an attack roll. Please don't crit. 
That is just a does dead chicken. Oh. Yeah. Very All right. Well, I'm contributing to dinner. <laughs> well, uh, I'm worried if we head north that we're we're not going to have the key to get over the wall to get to the weather station unless you guys have a way under or over or through or something. I think we have to kill the dragon. I, I don't think we should kill the we're dragon. We're not going to kill it. We're not going to kill it. Very, very sensible dragon. Very highly endangered. Uh, so intelligent oh, creature endangered. does not In- need to be murdered. We've murdered enough creatures. Yeah, very okay. hi- highly intelligent. Okay, let's go. Let's head out. Okay, so you guys uh, walk. Uh, it's going to get to about halfway there. It's going to get towards nighttime. Um, so s- one of you will need to give me a uh, survival check to find somewhere to camp for the night unless you guys want to push through the night and risk the exhaustion. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to use the 26. Uh <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm slow. No, don't be sorry. Um, so you're able to find a good camping spot uh, with a 26. I'll say that you're able to get some pretty good cover. Um, and you have an ability that lets you find food and water. So that's all mute. You guys have long rested. So everyone regain all of your stuff. I mean, I'm sure I, I grabbed some prime dino steak along with the bits. Okay, are you cooking for everybody? You know what? I would. It's not gonna last, so yeah, I'll cook the Bronto up. Uh, let's give me give me a uh, survival check. Oh, Wait, I thought Grendel was the cook. Yeah, you know what? In the morning, oh. I probably remember who I am by then. I mean, you do. After yeah. an hour, you remember oh, who you are. Oh, it was only an hour. That's right. Yeah, it was just an hour. I have that feat. All Chef. right, well then, I'll start pulling up oh. the Bronto steaks like I'm about to cook them. And what would Grendel do if I, Mister Goy, just Pulls out some prime Bronto steaks. He would pull out his frying pan, I guess, that he has just strapped onto his back, onto his butt, his butt pan. <laughs> Do you wash it? For, can, can you wash that before you cook? The fire will kill all the germs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Pickers can't be choosers. That's uh, Does it kill the smell, though? <laughs> I don't know. That's up to you to decide. Um... Grundle is a pretty good chef. When you guys eat here, you get a D8 of temp HP. So you get six. Well, that's dope. Awesome. So uh, everybody give yourself t- uh, six hit points. Those get expended before your normal hit points go down. It's kind of like a little shield. Uh, is anyone keeping watch? Yeah. I keep. I would take first watch. Heavy and wood. I would like to get some rest. Oh, yeah. Grundle just passes out. Face first. <laughs> Sal uh, kind of carefully tries some of the steak. It's like, ah, I can't, I can't do this. I'm, I'm gonna go get some berries or something real quick, guys. Oh no, I totally have already done that. Navi would have already walked through the forest, found, found some berries. I've already Sal. offered. Should I should I should have offered it to you guys? I thought you were happy with your dino steaks. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Sal, these are quite delectable Bronto steaks. I don't know. Bronto is quite a good chef. I'm sure it's delicious. I don't mean any offense. Please don't hurt me. Oh no, yeah, I'm I'm sticking to my berries too. Oh, and would have you changed your mind about the the sedatives, to calm your nerves? I am under explicit instructions not to accept anything from you. Oh, but Sal, look at where we're at. Nobody will know. Roll persuasion. <laughs> it's only an eight. <laughs> Damn. No, I uh, I don't know, man. 
I don't know. Definitely hey, not. Hey, leave him again? alone. Leave him alone. Don't don't peer pressure him. What was your name again, little guy? Seriously? Sal. Sal. Sal like salad like berries that you're eating right now. Okay. All right. I think I'll get it this time. Anyway, we were wondering uh, what you did to get in here. What I did? Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I work here. I, I work on the planet and, uh, you know, we've been having a lot of turnover lately. Uh, haven't had a lot of visitors uh, since we started having accidents. Uh, I, I'm really just a just a botanist, but uh, it's kind of, you know, layoffs going on and, you know, kind of this or, you know, get shipped home. And I just decided to, you know, give it a try. So out of my comfort zone, pushing my you're, limits. You're so <laughs> pliable. I don't know if I like that word, but thank you. I mean, you really must have fucked up to get this job. I mean... I feel like I have an adequate job performance. Mr. Goy fluffs his uh, adventure pack up against a tree, and as he starts to do that, it's like, I would have pl- paid plenty of money to come to this planet before I got locked away. Well, lots of people did play, pay plenty of money to come to this planet before, uh, you know, the accidents. It's kind of why we need to get it fixed. We're losing a lot of money down here. All right. N- bumps on a frog. Knobs. Knobby. Navvy. Navi, Navi. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting better at it. Anyway, you don't seem like the type. And I uh, kind of just look around at the rest of us, like dark, sad boys um, <laughs> and grungy folk. What did you? Uh, we were wondering what you did to get in this situation. Uh, Navi is like visibly like nervous and. Uh, no, 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 I am definitely, I should not be here. This is, I am not meant to be here. I am, uh, I should be home. I should be home, but everything, everything's, everything went to shit. Everything's gone to shit. So I thought I needed, I needed to help. I needed to do something. And I started, I, 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 I blew up a couple pharmacore offices. Hell yeah. Here I I am. (laughs) I shouldn't be here either. All I did was provide a service for medicine. I would not bring that up as soon as somebody said they blew up a whole bunch of pharmacore offices. <laughs> what kind like- of medicine are we talking about? The the medicine that you just made by slicing up a highly endangered creature? It was already dead. That is true. It was already dead. And I, I, I Because do- we killed it. But you <laughs> hit it with the lightning bolts. In self-defense. So what does and- it matter that I... Use its remains for medicine. Could respect the dead. I do. I use it to mm-hmm. heal others. All right. Well, I've been told not to let you guys argue, so. <laughs> argue? I thought we were having a pleasant conversation. You what about you, me. big guy? What brought you into incarceration? Me? Yeah, you. Isn't it obvious? Look at me. One look, one sight of the Fear dread pirate Grundle, and all cower. It wasn't long before they put me here, trying to stop me. It was a mistake to let me out of that prison cell. For when I'm back out in the stars, the ships will quake again in fear. All right, so we've got a candidate for recidivism here. Holy shit, that was cool. I don't know if you saw that, Saul, but that was cool. Sal. I look at Sal. Grundle narrows his vision at Sal and says, 
You won't make it out of your life without Grundle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Grundle eats more of the steak. I like this guy. Well, Sal, looks like you got quite a few uh, hero types here. It's good. They'll probably keep you alive through all this. I, on the other hand, am here for killing one or 25 pretty famous public figures publicly. Aim to raise that number by the end of it all. Might be able to do it here on this planet. At least I was hoping. Oh, would we know any of these figures? A couple planetary mayors, some mob bosses. Oh. A couple high-ranking military officials in the Terran military. You know, all corrupt. All unfit to lead. They had to be judged. And when they were, they were found wanting. Now that you mention it, a few mob bosses that I once knew did disappear. Yeah, they started calling me Turncoat because I used to work for all these fools. But I seen the light. I seen the path. I can't walk that path. But it's my job to make sure none of these crackpot wannabe despots stop anyone from getting to that path. That's the savior of all life as we know it. Roll perception real quick, guys. I rolled a 21. Tevian, roll a fucking wild magic suit. I also rolled a 20. Critical one. 21, actually. Man. 98. I'm going a little crazy with these wild magic surges. Any crit or any crit fail is a wild magic surge on Pagara. Uh, you've already gotten a 98 before. Well, no, uh, Mordecai did. You get the ability to roll on the wild magic table twice at will whenever you'd like to. And you nice. still have one of those, uh, Mr. Mordecai. Yeah, I still don't know what the first one did. <laughs> uh, Grundle, Nivets, and Nabby, as you kind of, guys are kind of sitting around, you see, uh, you see Sal kind of like shuffle... And kind of like quietly, it looks like he's trying to hide like a little, I'd say it's a three by five, but he's a gnome. So like a one by two and a half. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's got a little card. He's like trying to pocket and trying to trying to look a little nonchalant about it. What do you have? Show Me? Grundle. Oh, nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> Definitely nothing. Oh, small friend. We're stuck in a situation like this. Come on, share. Share your knowledge. What do you got there? Uh... Well, you know, and he he shows you the shows you the card, and it's just like a the card that he shows you just says, uh, "So, what are you in for?" And uh, he's got like a little stack of cards. You can tell he's got like a bunch of like prompts that he's written in preparation for like traveling with you guys. What are you in for? That is the question at hand. All right. Well, I will see you guys in the morning. Uh, thank you for the berries, Nabby. Uh, I think I'll probably probably uh, sleep close close by to you if that's all right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't get eaten by the frog. Pervert. Leave the lady alone. I am not a pervert, sir. Look at you. Look at your face. What's wrong with my face? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good night. <laughs> okay, Tevian. Uh, about three hours in, uh, you hear some noise. Um, Passive perception-wise, uh, you were able to catch some passers-by, I'd say about, you know, 30 yards out from where you guys have set camp. Does it sound, so it sounds like animal or sentient? Is it cl- super close or too far for me to discern? It's about 30 yards, there's something passing. Something passing? Something. Uh, something. I'm not saying it is or is not no. someone, I'm just saying some. Um. Yeah, I would... Uh... I would. I feel- well, you guys are sleeping. 
There's oh yeah, sleeping. Something on the way. Um, yeah, I would just like silently. I would just stay quiet and just like have my hand on my pistol just in case, and I would just keep myself on high alert until I felt like the threat had passed. Okay. Um, after about I'd say twenty twenty five minutes. Uh, it seems like it has, the noise has stopped, but you didn't specifically hear them go away. I'll give you like a, another perception check. 22, yeah, great. Um, you're being like watched from a distance. Um, how are we positioned? Who am I closest to laying in their uh, bed rolls? I'd say everyone is probably the, the, the shelter that you guys found probably was like a, a tree, you know, a, a tree that had been knocked over. So you guys are probably all pretty close, like around like a campfire. Um, I would move quietly as I can to uh, Mordecai and like I'll like shake his shoulder hard at the same time covering his mouth so that he doesn't like yell or start. And I wake I... him and then I just put my finger to my lips being watched. Uh, I, I think Mordecai nods um, and starts to like get up really really slowly um having to go back to the tree like the tree he was sitting at just uh and just sit back down um as if he just went to change uh watch okay and then puts his hat down over his eyes okay as if to feign sleeping going to sleep got it uh i'm going to uh slowly walk out vaguely towards it uh like in the general direction of it um and unzip my my jeans and uh <laughs> pretend to be pissing you know what i'm gonna actually piss i have okay. you know like not enough people role play p- going to the bathroom yeah uh <laughs> and so i'm we need a platform for urination in D D, right yeah. well i'm just curious go, gotta go what's more rare someone role playing someone role playing peeing or someone role playing peeing because if you're actually peeing, it's a little bit less meta. Give me a performance to see how much like fried chicken my pee sounds as it splatters a prehistoric tree. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just a. Uh, it's know. ten. It's a broken stream. Yeah, you get some on your pant leg. <laughs> I'm used to it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is weird. Uh, nothing, nothing happens. All right, I shake it off and. You know, like walk back into the camp, okay, uh, and give give like look up at Tevian without like really tilting my head up, and I give the look like oh, all right, um, yeah, uh, I guess, uh, I mean, Tevian's just gonna wait it out at okay. this point. Yeah, I'm gonna also like keep watch, but I'm also gonna be within kicking distance of Grundle, so I can kick him awake if need be. Okay. Um, an hour passes. Nothing's happened. You guys doing anything? Um, I'm gonna go over to where Tevian's at, and I'm gonna like signal over to him. Uh, yeah. At this point, Tevian will just get up and walk over to Mordecai. A little. Do I still? I still sense that there's something. Whatever I had heard earlier is still watching, or at least nearby. I haven't heard it either leave and or. Yes, you have no reason to believe that it's left currently. Okay. What's the uh, what's the move here? Uh, at this point, most likely, I feel like it's some sort of beast stalking for dinner. But I don't know. 
walking out in the woods as much as death wishes anything if it's nocturnal. Uh, my my thoughts are if it's animal and we flare or shoot fire into the forest, it'll run away. Yeah, that's that's a good bet. Worst bet is that somebody sees that flare and we get fucked. I keep slipping into a southern accent. Like, <laughs> gotta try. You're, you're rubbing off on me, Tevian. <laughs> well, I'm getting mighty tired. I need to get a couple hours shut eye. Maybe we just wake up Grundle and let him do second watch. Anything comes in here, that big oaf gonna knock down half the forest, so. Uh, I'd rather wake Nobby up. I think Nobby has the tact that uh, Grundle might, I don't know, Grundle about. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Drew would probably be a little bit better in this situation. You might be right. Uh, I pat Tevian on the shoulder, and uh, I I guess I'm going to take watch. um, And then if nothing happens while I'm taking watch, I'll probably wake up Nabby on the the first one. Yeah, I'm uh, Tevian will go and get some some rest at this point. Trust in Mordecai. Take care of business. All right, so Tevian is resting. Uh, nothing happens. You wake up, Nabby. Do you tell her that about that, or how does that go down? Uh, yeah, yeah. I and I think we're gonna do something similar to what like Tevian and I did, where like I'm awake for at least a a part of their watch, uh, and I I let them know Tevian woke us up and said that there was something out there. I don't know if you can see it, sense it, anything like that. Grant, you're gonna have to help me here. Like, would I be able to? I, I'm sorry. Yeah, you can roll a perception. See what I see. Yeah, and see what you can see. Uh, they, they're. Let me give myself a roll here. I'm gonna have them roll with advantage because, or this roll with advantage because uh, they've had plenty of time to hide. Yeah, I would say with that roll, Nabby, like. Yeah, you definitely get the you definitely get the feeling that there's like something out there. Uh, you don't you don't get um, and this is like a druidic thing, right? Like the you can just kind of sense the the world around you, so on and so forth. Uh, you're not getting any sort of like hostile vibes, um, and you're not able to exactly locate where it is, but you, there's something out there. Okay, watching. I'm, I'm gonna just kind of like nudge Telok and wake him up and and Whoa. sit and what's that? Oh, <laughs> Was that your telock noise? <laughs> I like it. Thanks. Uh, yeah, and then I'm just going to kind of do the same. I'm just going to sit and, and watch and be observant. Um, yeah, as uh, the... Let's see what happens with the weather here. As morning breaks, uh, the rain lets up a little bit. Uh, it's still raining. Um, it's not nearly as heavy However, there's still the those heavy clouds that we talked about, uh, Tevian. So it's still a little difficult. Um, and yeah, as that as the weather kind of changes, uh, and Nabby, you sense that the the sun is starting to rise. You know what I mean? Beyond those clouds, uh, you sense uh, you see these uh, three little frog creatures. Uh, they don't look like Telok. They look humanoid. Uh, they get up out of the bush. Uh, one of them kind of like looks like he like salutes you, and they set off north. Hmm. What in the hell? Did everyone see that? No, I don't think just so. you. Oh, just you. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna wake wake everybody up who's not awake, Mister Guy. 
And guys, I think that these guys that were watching us all night, I think they're I think they're okay. I think they're chill. Um, they seem humanoid. Um, I think one of them maybe saluted me before they walked away. But they're definitely not hostile. Something watched us all night. We didn't want to g- rally g- up there, partner, so we kind of let you sleep it out. No offense. Sorry, Grendel. It's okay. I mean, they're probably like 50 yards out now. You guys could still go chase them down if you wanted to. It's not been that long. Saul, how many sentient creatures are on this damn thing? Well, I mean, sentience is kind of a hard word. You know what I mean? Uh, the and dragon we're going to see. weapons and fight in an organized fashion. Ah, and, and salute yeah. people. Yeah. Um. Well, about our mission. Um. I feel like the, you're not being completely honest with us, Sal. I, I don't know. And it's Sal. It's Sal. It's Sal, guys. My name's Sal. Sal. Salmron. Biddy. Actually, the Salad. fourth. It's kind of a family name. Uh. Yeah. Were they? What would they look like? Uh. They looked like um humanoid fish people. Fish? Or, or frog people. I'm so sorry. Frogs? Le- frogs. Start, start over. I'm so sorry. They looked like humanoid frog people. Yeah. Yep. That's them. That's the, That's the frog who? people. That's them. <laughs> that is indeed them. Uh, so everyone have a seat. Uh, he pulls out his little cards again, and he's like, so, uh, yeah, about our mission. Um, so you guys know, Picara, very, very magical planet, as we've seen a few times now with... Uh, you know, little sparks of magic here and there. Uh, you know, we keep a lot of endangered species alive on this planet. I mean, we are conservationists. Uh, very proud of the work that we've done down here. Uh, we have had a little bit of a, a hyper-evolution happen with a couple of species. Um, uh, hyper-evolution? Yeah. Um, don't really know how else to say it, but those frogs were just frogs about 20 years ago. And, uh, yeah, they apparently have become self-aware and they're using weapons and they're fighting a lot and the fish are fish are crazy they're you know training dinosaurs and using tools i've even seen one casting magic now i'm pretty sure they took over the weather station and are shooting pretty highly sophisticated point defense systems uh but yeah there's a war between the fish and the frogs and we need that to not be happening um, we should have killed all the frogs. That's unfortunately one of our options. So we've run about yeah, 70,000 different simulations. And between the fish's religious zealotry and the frog's unquenchable imperialism, there's really not any way to end this peacefully. So we kind of need to make one of the species not exist anymore. You're terrible conservationists. Did it not ever occur to you to let them go? And Mordecai is going to fucking kick a rock really hard. And he's going to say, fuckers took us from one prison planet to another. Look what you're doing out here. I agree. Well, I mean, Let them we already go. got a head start on killing them fish. Could just finish it out. Yes. They yeah, started they, it. They did indeed start it. Yeah, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty terrifying and terrible. And they really like sacrificing people. Uh, I should let you know, uh, you know, they only live, you know, between like four and six years. So it's kind of a multi-generational thing now. And most of them are like battle hardened and all they've ever known is war. Uh, so just be careful. A lot of them look really cute, but 
They were not cute. Well, the frogs are pretty cute. I I don't know. Some oh, of the fish are cute. I haven't seen a frog. Except for that one. And they I were, tried to tell Ock. They were pretty cute. <laughs> so, yeah. Once we get to Jurassic Park, uh, we can figure out how we want to resolve this. They've both set up camps. Uh, you know, we can we can discuss it then. But as of now, we're we're pretty far away. So, you know, let's... Let's get there, and then we can be conservationists. Right, guys? Yes, conservationists. What if we took control of the weather tower and then froze the whole landscape, killing everything? We can't do that. They would be well-preserved. That is one of the simulations we ran, and uh, unfortunately, we believe that we would just evolve them to be even hardier. What? They're evolving really fast. Hmm. Impressive. So they're bloodthirsty, imperialist, religious, zealot fish people that are evolving, that are hyper-evolving. Is that what well, I'm the hearing? Well, fi- the fish people are bloodthirsty, religious freaks, and the frogs are insane imperialists. Battle-hardened imperialists. Yeah. Oh my god. That, that is an accurate assessment of the conundrum that we are in. Okay. Well, I still agree with Grundle. We should take the weather tower back, even if it's Green. just so we can get supply drop actually brought in one catastrophe at a time i guess all right so are you guys heading to the dragon's lair yes yeah which side has the pds cannon uh that is in the weather station which is on the other side of the wall Oh, I thought you said it was within a day's walk from us, and then the wall was two days away. Dragon's Lair is within a walk. The weather station is within multiple days. And the fish people, we believe, might have custody of the weather station at this point. Okay. Which, again, is highly terrifying that they have figured out how to use that. Uh, Let's hope they don't start splitting atoms anytime soon. You know what I mean? Mm. (laughs) Everyone says, "Mm." (laughs) mmm. In unison, mm. Mm. Uh, okay, so uh, does anyone want to give me a um, nature check to see what they know about uh, the dragons here? This is a sea, a highly endangered sea breeze dragon that has set up a uh, lair on a little beach cove. Uh, you guys are a few hours away from where that exhibit was as a... As Sal had said, the exhibits have been shut down. People have not been here for a long time. It's kind of a free-for-all at this point, but uh, you guys know where that is. Uh, Mr. Guy rolls a 21 on a nature check. Mr. Gooey. Mr. Gooey. Calling yourself okay. Mr. Guy. I've I, I just heard Guy a lot. So, Mr. Guy, you know that sea breeze dragons are very colorful. They're teal and pink, uh, and they're hoard. They tend to hoard, like figureheads from ships they tend to take a lot of like trophies and treasure they like big seashells and pearls and gold and things like that uh they are um, very like self-absorbed and they're very proud and uh they they're very 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 sensitive since you rolled over a 20 they're very sensitive about their hordes so like they believe that they have like a very carefully curated and sensible collection that's not a horde. And you know that they would very likely attack you if they thought that you were being uh, rude to them. 
and you know that they are kind of aquatic and that they love sea creatures. Do you share that with the group or are you keeping that knowledge uh, to yourself? I'll start to share the you know, the, the knowledge of about the what are they, Sea Breeze Dragon? Sea Breeze Dragons, yeah. Sea Breeze Dragon. And then after mentioning that, we might try to find something even, you know, worth trading for the key if we actually if the sea dragon does have it. Maybe a figurehead. Just a suggestion. Or Grundle can find it while we steal the key. I thought you said I wasn't allowed to kill the dragon. I never said that. I said that. Well. And I didn't say he would kill it. I just said fight it. Maybe it would like this starfish. And then kick up a starfish off the ground. <laughs> it's plastic. <laughs> <laughs> this place sucks. It does not suck. This is a highly curated conservation area plastic starfish really i don't think well i mean it's just decorations come on cut me a break here this is also not my dome i take the starfish from grundle and put it into his mouth (laughs) he dies (laughs) no we dissolve we're we're (laughs) we're (laughs) the the starfish is going into is it sal's or grundle's oh it's sal's Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know much about the art market, but we could also just have a nice, sensible conversation with the dragon. Yeah? Good place to start. Fair enough. Fair enough. What do you think, Adia? We agree. All right. Let's go have a conversation with a dragon. Should I wait outside or something? Uh, so you guys, uh, as you approach the um, exhibit on the map, you guys see just again, it is still raining and there are still heavy clouds. Uh, you see a little bit of like a coastal cave. Uh, there is sea life and like seaweed and coral just like beautifully crawled up along the walls of this cave entrance. Uh, even with the rain, you see like all sorts of like colorful fish schools kind of darting around in the in the water. Um there are like just little sea creatures and stuff and they seem to just like like little crabs you know what i mean they'll just like walk right up at you and like click their pincers at you um nivets you would know that this is a sea breeze Who? dragons good Who's one nivets? Who? good one no yeah you got me you win uh mr guy you would know that this is mr Goy. oh my god this is the lair of the sea breeze dragon and uh yeah it's 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 quite beautiful it is. It's pretty cool. Did you guys enter? Yeah, I'm just gonna. Nabby's going to just kind of like almost wander in, kind of you know, mystified and transfixed and in awe of what she's seeing. I don't think she's ever seen anything like this. Mister Goy's kind of kind of call out to her. He's like, "Wouldn't it be more polite to announce our presence before we're going into its home?" Yeah, it's probably a, probably for the best. He doesn't stop her. He just lets her continue to wander in. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely stop. Wait for you guys. So, yeah, as you guys are yelling at the entrance uh, of the cave, you just hear, Who goes there? Hello, Hello. And from the dark, a, I mean, it's a dragon. It's an adult dragon. So they are huge. Uh, flies up and lands in front of you, spreads its teal wings all the way out. Who dares enter my lair? Well, hey. I am Mr. Goy. And these are my associates. And do you bring gifts? I, we, we just got here uh, in a plane crash. We're a little uh, strapped right at the moment. Have you come to pledge services then? 
Hey, Saul. Pledge your services to him. We're all beholden to you, right? We're, we're prisoners, technically, so. My name's Sal. Sal. Pledge your service to the damn dragon. I don't have any services. What are you talking? Why didn't we talk about this before we came in here? We're all prisoners, dragon, to this little man right here. Oh, uh, my God. <laughs> and uh, we got a mission that we are uh, currently supposed to be... Uh, fulfilling but uh turns out that uh your uh quite wonderful collection here um has an item that uh helps open up a door to weather station that we might need to get into to stop some ugly fish from wreaking havoc on the region in question uh we were hoping that uh we might um procure that key uh maybe temporarily or you could possibly come with us and uh, open up said gate or door or whatever uh, so we can uh, be moving along. Very honest. Well, well, thank you for calling my collection wonderful. A little long-winded otherwise. Uh, I don't know why I would ever help a bunch of uh, snacks such as yourselves, though. So <laughs> Hear that? She called us a snack. Aww. I mean, blushes. <laughs> no. um, now that, though... That is interesting. And she uh, steps up and looks at your, at Atia. I don't think I've seen anything like that before. It's because there isn't anything like us before. Us, you say? Yeah. Well, I uh, could certainly, we could certainly discuss a trade if you'd like to offer an item like that. I too have an item, one of a kind, unlike anything else anyone's ever seen. Uh, this beautiful key, as described by your bird friend there, and she shows this, like, just ridiculously, like, comically oversized plastic key. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Goy is just gonna flat out go, Hey, it looks at the I was like, huh, are you fucking kidding me? It's a giant plastic key. Look, I don't make the budget. It's not my dome. Will you lay <laughs> off of me a little bit? You think I want to be here? Huh. Well, I don't have all day. What's it going to be? Well, I'm just kind of, we, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep, I keep saying, I know we're we. We know that there are curatorial practices at play. Yeah. You would consider yourself a curator. Yes, of course. Well, it's to our knowledge that curators also gain provenance through lending their collection. Correct? Uh, roll a... Beat that 17 with a persuasion check. I am using a hero dice, because I can't let this fail. Now I can chime in with a hero die, right? You absolutely can, but you have to RP it. And I would need you to say specifically, Nivitz, what just happened that's causing How this. How dare you? Mr. Sure Goy does not deserve to be called Nivitz. I think I automatically oh my God. this since Mr. I this. I think I'm Mr. Yes. Goy needs to change his damn name on his yeah. faceplate then. I, that I, is what's, I think that is what's happening. Mr. Goy is fault. <laughs> it, You're right. It does okay. say Nivitz. I'll change mine too. I'd need, if you, I, I will actually give this to you if he fails his so let's do the save first uh austin and i'm gonna if you can tell me 
if you can chime in and RP what he said wrong with your knowledge of this dragon, then I will let you out of this situation. Oh, 17 plus 3, that's a 20. Okay, so you see uh, the dragon start to tense, and uh, you're able to kind of, like, shift direction a little bit. But uh, this dragon is extremely uh, charismatic and extremely proud, but not very intelligent. And that was a large word, and she felt condescended to for a moment. So I'll let you shift, use a different word for her. Instead of provenance? Yeah, because she started to feel very, uh, yeah, she was about ready to take offense. Now, I know a very intelligent and, if I can be so bold, beautiful dragon as such yourself. Mm. She does that thing lions do when they, like, shake out the back of their mane. Would want your collection to be worth more, right? More? I mean, surely it's approaching maximum value now. Here's my proposition. We will stay here with you, my my collectors here. Uh, and he grabs uh, Sal. My collector here will allow, let me live in your collection. Just for a few days. And then he will take yours. He will go, you know, like, collect it, hold it, just for a short while. And then you trade back. Does that sound good? Does that sound all right? Hmm. So like a traveling display, almost. Yeah. Oh, I like that idea. I don't know, though. Uh, Hmm. Roll persuasion on that. Okay, I'm going to use another Oh, uh, plus a six. So that's a six plus six. That's 12. That's the maximum hero dice that I can have. Um, can I think you're going to have to sweeten the deal a little bit. Uh, it's a good idea. What else do we have? What else do we have? In that starfish. Oh, yeah. Uh, I pull it out of Sal's mouth. (laughs) Plastic starfish. I I know it's, you know, not the same as your marvelous key, but it is the same material. But look at its sheen. Look at its glimmer. Um, man, you're starting to mess with her a little bit. Uh, that's going to be persuasion with disadvantage. Uh, and we're going to be risking the, if we succeed in a DC 10, then you won't offend her. But she's not going to take the starfish. Okay. The plastic starfish that didn't exist <laughs> a half hour ago. <laughs> All right. Like, you could have phrased it maybe a little bit better. <laughs> I'm so scared of this fucking roll. Oh, <laughs> God. That was a five. Oh, man. She bristles. Uh, I throw like, the starfish. Clearly not your thing. You did uh, This is This is fine for the mouth of Sal. Right. <laughs> That's not anything that you would want. I think I'll uh, I'll accept maybe one of you in service as well as the as well as the traveling display. I do like that idea. Permanently? Oh, of course. I have shells that need polishing. I have If only we had a party member who could clone themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be very interested in such a thing. <laughs> Somebody in outer space sneezes. <laughs> If you have any other items of 
magic. I'm certainly happy to appraise them. I am getting rather sleepy, though. Uh, which one of you do you think you'd like to volunteer? When he when she makes the 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 comment of the magic item comment, like Tevian's wings like close tighter around him, <laughs> concealing all of his weapons. Would you allow us to sleep on our arrangement? I mean, obviously we're both wonderful collectors of magnificent things. Certainly, uh, surely you'll leave a deposit of some sort, right? Mister Goy once again turns and looks at the frog. Absolutely not. Sal's trying to, like, hide behind Grundle, like, really slowly, like, backing up. Sal, we can't leave your e- you here, even if we wanted to. That's right. You absolutely cannot. Wait, I mean, fi- 500 yards and we're donezo, right? That's, that is true. The yeah, only thing in our party that won't die if we leave it is the frog. That frog, Telloc, that's my best friend. He's not going anywhere. Well, aren't we the selfish one? You could, of course, just give me that interesting sword uh, if the traveling display is not to your liking. I'm a we're, sensible businesswoman. We're a unit. Perhaps you'd like to enter my service then? For tonight, until my my handler, my collector here, and I uh, gestured us all, has had a moment to talk it over with our investors. And, you know, <clears throat> I gesture to the rest of the party. Huh. Very well, come with me then, my friend. You guys better come back. And you, Salt, do not leave far enough where I get all dissolved. And then, yeah, don't do that. Uh, Would you like to turn to a potion of love, my friend? I will not need that. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. You were you were quite interested in seduction before when we were talking about the dragon. Shut up. Uh... And I'd walk further into the cave, I guess. All right. So Mordecai, as you get in there, you start to see the the trophies that Nevis had kind of described, but they're like all seem to be kind of like touristy. Like they look like they're from like the gift shop from the coastal dome. Uh, she does offer you a, a couple of like uh, grass skirts and a couple of those like plasticky type luau necklaces and uh some supplies and she puts you to work polishing polishing uh some shells and some pearls and things like oh, that I'll, I'll polish her pearl no problem <laughs> i'm sorry that felt gross saying <laughs> <laughs> i did offer to make you a love potion <laughs> now the question is do you put on the grass skirt or not uh, I I think Mordecai has a negative one intelligence, but he's not that stupid to refuse. All right. I think, I, I think Mordecai digs it. I think Mordecai could, could get with the island vibes. Absolutely. Okay, so everyone else uh, exits the cave, and uh, you guys are outside of the cave sans Mordecai. We just traded a man for a plastic key. Well, you oh. don't even have the key. We're about to trade a man for a plastic key. I don't feel good about this. <laughs> you got nothing out of that exchange. <laughs> we could always, you know, go in there, kill the dragon, take what we want. But, you know, that's that's just a different option. Right. That dragon seemed weak. Yeah, strange, <laughs> collecting plastic baubles, I'd say. I was expecting something a little bit different. I wanted gold and plunder. Well, I mean, it's a controlled environment. Uh, yeah, 
did what we can to make her feel comfortable. Feel comfy. Hmm. Oh, what are we going to do? Because uh, I don't think Mordecai can be separated from his sword he likes to talk to all the time. Uh, so, I mean, we're running out of options here. Unless Sal knows about some sort of item that's going to be get her all hot and bothered and forget about Mordecai. I mean, I really don't know of anything. I, I This is like my third time in this dome ever. Uh, I would, feel like my... Yeah? Would Nabby, would Nabby know something about that? I think you would know that there's not. That this is like... Um, this is like Universal Park. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's not like actual magic items here. <clears throat> um, Sal would explain uh, that, you know, there are... The fish and the frogs have started to, like, create magic items and are using magic themselves. Uh, but as far as, like, there being one on here, there's not. So what we do? I, we can't go. Can we go in there and say we change our minds and then leave? Or is she going to get angry? Well, I, I have kind of an idea. I, I just, I don't know how I feel about it. Spit it out, kid. Let's, Let's hear, hear it. it. Well, she she kind of said that she wanted some, you know, some some help around the cave. And I don't know, maybe we could round up some fish or some frogs or something and, you know, just, just temporarily hand them over, you know, just for a little bit. As slaves? I don't like that word at all. We will break them first. Sounds like slaves. Bend them to the dragon submission. (laughs) Grendel seems okay with it. (laughs) I gotta say, uh, that's a pretty good idea, Sal. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a good idea. Maybe we can talk the frogs into doing it willingly if they're more. I mean, we go to the fish, we're just going to beat them fish down and drag them here because they ain't going to talk. We find them some of them frog folk, maybe they're a little more, maybe they could use an ally. Maybe they become best friends and dragging and help them eradicate the fish would be two, two, two birds, one stone. You know what I'm talking about? These, this dragon could end up annihilating the fish people. We won't even have to do it. How big is that dragon? <laughs> uh, roll... Roll nature. You could take it if you're lucky. <laughs> you know what I mean? If everything goes right, you might, a couple of you might die, but you could take it. Uh, okay. Guess we're enslaving, we're enslaving people. <laughs> <laughs> I said Some you could take it. A couple of you may die. A couple of you may die. I am a willing to take. So, <laughs> metagame, metagame. Uh, I did tune this to be. A deadly encounter. It's not impossible, uh, but it is. You, I am presenting you with, you know, choices to make. It's very dangerous. I mean, me and Grundle take down Dragon. I'm pretty, pretty sure. I ain't worried about. I mean, I just, I didn't want to offend no one. If you're trying to conserve the whatever you people are about with keeping things alive and all, you know. When we plan on killing the dragon, I would like to take the time to produce some more healing guns, if you don't mind. All right. Well, uh, I feel like we're already kind of pushing Nabby's limits here, so maybe we could discuss uh, processing the body later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I'll leave it to you. You want to track down some frogs and enslave them, or fish, whichever. I don't, we could use different words, for sure. They're not exactly good people. No, well, no, they don't seem to be. Yeah. Okay, so I think that's what we need to do. Maybe, maybe they'll have something that we can offer her, right? Something? No? I feel like we have more options if we go. Yeah. Wait, how are we going to get okay. Mordecai back? 
<laughs> Good question. We can't go 500 yards. I think they sh they said they she was going to return him in a few hours. What do you think they're doing in there? Maybe if we let her know about our plan to bring her more little minions, maybe she will let us have him back. Sounds like an idea. Sounds reasonable. So shall we call them back? Oh my god. <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> yeah. I'll say yeah. I would have put that at DC 10. Uh, so as, as a little like view in the in the back of uh, the cave, Mordecai is scheming. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of pretty things on other planets out there. Oh yes, tell tell me, tell me all about them. Oh, I know this one planet. We know this one planet. Sorry, I keep. I know. I'm trying to get better. We know this one planet out there that is said to have untold wealth and treasures on it. Oh. Have you ever heard of Prosperity Bay? No, tell me all about it. Yeah, out there it's a big old desert planet that people are trying to terraform, and it ended up being a, a spot for pirates because there is said to be untold treasure out there. Mm. If uh, this all shakes out and... Uh, Maybe part of the deal that we strike up is uh, we take you up there to that planet. How does that sound? I mean, a big, strong dragon like you could roll deception claim to that planet. Yeah, roll deception, please. Fucking hell, that's just a ton. She okay, so she knows you're lying, but I think she's like, oh, she's really enjoying watching you scrub these shells. I mean, there, there is. That's that's all. That's the whole lore about Prosperity Bay, right? No, she knows you're lying about taking her there. What, why would I lie about that? You're actually going to take a dragon to Prosperity Bay? Why not? Look me. Look me in the eye right now. Steal a <laughs> ship. Okay, our ship is crashed. We got to figure out a way to get out. Eye contact. That, right? Eye contact, Austin. Are you oh, lying I, I to her? To, I was looking at your eye on the icon. <laughs> I got to look at the camera. Are you lying to her or are you honestly going to take this dragon on a journey across space How to Prosperity Bay? <laughs> How big she at? How big is she? <laughs> How big she? <laughs> She's huge. Like, give me, give me, <laughs> give me size and feet. She's not gonna fit on a hog. She's not gonna fit on a shuttle. I mean, you could get they a got big her enough here somehow. That's egg. true, but not on a shuttle. Egg. Yeah, egg. Egg. It was probably an egg. Oh wow. <laughs> Raised in captivity. Okay. All right. She's just like. Oh yes, that would be wonderful to go there with you. You uh, you missed a spot. You missed a spot down there, down yeah, lower here. Yeah, well, a little bit lower. I'm oh like, oh my god, sticking my butt up you? in the air. Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna play this off. Sure, fuck it. Mor Mordecai has a negative one intelligence. Of course, he thinks she's flirting with him. <laughs> Whatever keeps him alive right now is like. He has spent his whole life trying to die. He's not gonna die here. <laughs> okay. Um, so, what are you guys doing? The the group outside. Are you? We're gonna come and get Mordecai back, and we're gonna go find some uh, little people to give to the dragon. I don't think it's a key. Yeah, we need to try to reason. We need to reason with the dragon. We need our friend okay. back so we can go find her some treasure. Uh, roll survival to find somewhere to camp for the night. Or are you going back in now? Um, I think the plan was to to leave me there like overnight. Yeah. Okay. So I we'll, said, like, yeah, we'll camp out on it. Okay. Yeah, we'll. Uh, 
letting Abby right. handle the survival check. She's our. She's got okay. them big survival deeps. <laughs> what do your survival eyes see? Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so you guys find somewhere good to camp. Um, you set up, you know, campfire, you know, under like a little, like a dune, you know what I mean? That like has, has grown over a little bit. Um, and uh, yeah, you guys are at camp. Any campfire conversation without Mordecai? Oh, Mordecai, after a little while, she curls up and she sleeps and she's just snoring so loudly. Is there... I'm going... As I was, like, polishing the collection, did I notice anything that I was polishing that could be useful to us? It's a lot of, like, bullshit. It's a lot of, like, pirate treasure chests and margarita glasses and, like, bits of, like, shuttles and things like that. So definitely some metal in there. A lot of golden coins, big seashells, pearls, things like that. But it's all useful. Yeah, it's, like, plastic and metal and wood and things like that. But not gold. <laughs> Some of it is gold colored. <laughs> Alright. Um, yeah, I think that I will just... We will snuggle up in a corner and go to sleep. And hope I don't disintegrate in the middle of the night. Okay. Uh, and then the rest of the team around the campfire. What's going on? Well, Mr. Goy plans on crafting some potions. But before that, he's going to look to see... Are there any decent amount of fish or crabs in the area yes ton yeah i want to look for yeah look for oysters and stuff to feed telok any type of like sea life you can imagine it is just lit like the the beach is covered with like crabs and hermit crabs and there's fish everywhere it is extreme it is just exploded with life around this cave are the hermit crabs in like plastic pink shells yes now they are (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the frogs are 3D printing them and just littering them over the beach. <laughs> oh, man. I think I want to, like, as we're, like, sitting around the fire and eating our oysters or whatever we found, I want to try to, like, kind of engage Tevian, like, kind of come over and sit closer to him and, like, I'm a little scared of him, but I just want to say, I think, to you know, tomorrow... We need to we need to be really really nice to this dragon. We need to really really try to flatter her. Can you can you have my back on that? I don't know how to. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair, Fair enough. enough. All right. Mr. Goy is gonna call lightning and just gonna start lightning bolting the fish in the ocean. What so he the can heck? Like... Are you sure? What? Why not? Is this the lair of anyone that you've met recently? I mean, I, I suppose that's true. Then he's just going to... I would say, okay, so I don't want a metagame. Um, Sal would, like, probably speak up. Like, I, you know, we could probably catch a few fish. I don't know if we want to do any sort of, like, uh, spells or anything like that, you know? I This is her lair, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you call, man. Nabby's over here, like, popping Xanax. You cannot... Please, <laughs> please stop destroying things. Fine, Mr. Goy will not lightning call lightning on all the fish. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take first watch. I am trying really hard to uh I'm trying really hard to um get the uh the feeling that Tevian has never really worked with or around other sentient beings. So it's everything he's doing he's like very he's like Dark and mysterious until he speaks, and then it's very uh, everything's awkward. So if I pause or 
just say fair enough. It's he doesn't just doesn't know how to really like react to people. You're kind of robotic. Yeah, you've got like a script. Um, Tevian, pretty much the same thing happens tonight. Little guy, wait, the same thing happened. I can feel the little eyeballs on me again. You hear, yeah, you hear, you hear a noise, um, and then it stops, you know, about, you know, 25, 30 yards out, and you're pretty sure it's the same, same thing's watching you. Track, there, they seem to be tracking you. You're welcome to come sit by the fire. We ain't going anywhere. Uh, give me a persuasion. And everyone sleeping, give me a perception to see if that wakes them up. If they want to wake up. Voice. 22. That's a perception. What's your persuasion? Oops. Persuasion. 15. Uh, Heidi, roll. Well, I'll roll a d100 for you. Because you crit again, and you definitely wake up. You like, you hear every single goddamn word of that. You shoot awake. Uh, and also. And on that while I was. Are they back? Oh my god. All of you yeah. disappear. So as as uh, as Nabby bursts awake, the wild magic surge causes everyone in the camp to be invisible as Tevian calls out. Um, ain't going anywhere. Vanish. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm trying to. How would they? I don't. I think that they would. But they run if you guys disappeared while they were watching you. I think they would head out. Yeah, I think you scared them. I think they're. That's what I would do. If I was tracking, if I was a, if I was a frog person and I was tracking someone and they disappeared, I would book. What in the damn start? Where did everybody go? Wait, wait, wait. they're right. Yeah, they're they're pounding sand. They're out of here. You can see them going, but they're they're running. Damn it! You all, it, are you all dead? You all gone? What? Hello? Wake up! Where is everybody? Be quiet. Trying to sleep. <laughs> I just I feel like I'm so lost right now. After it's a minute of confusion, dark. you all reappear, and uh, yeah, the rest of the night goes uneventfully. Damn planet! Well, I almost got to talk to him, <laughs> <laughs> but the planet's not having it. Planet's not having it. Uh, you have a feeling they'll be back. Yeah, I didn't expect so many crits tonight. <laughs> yeah, you guys are nuts. <laughs> okay, it is morning. Um, Mordecai, I would say you probably roused before the dragon. I don't know how long dragons sleep. I'm assuming it's like cats. I don't know why. I just have always assumed it's like cats. So I'm Fair enough. Sleep like, yeah. Assuming they sleep like 14 hours a day. Who knows though? Um, but you're awake and, uh, everyone, you wake up in the morning and what do you do? I'm going to divine my cosmic omen. Where did that send it? No, it did not. I wanted to do, do that. And so I need to roll an odd or even to say what? Well, just any die, odd or even. Let's do the D100 even. Okay. And what does that do? I'm not familiar with this ability. Cosmic Omen. When you, All right, let's see. When I finish long rest, I can consult my star map for omens. When I do so, I roll a die and like get an odd or even. And uh, I get it allows me to do a special reaction, which is Omen Wheel, which is even. Whenever a creature you can see within 30 feet of you is about to make an attack roll, a saving throw or an ability check, you can use your reaction uh, to roll a d6 and add an up the number to that roll, the, to the total. Or if it's an odd, whenever <coughs> you see you know, 30 feet, same thing, uh, you can use your reaction to subtract the number from their total. It almost sounds like a add... superiority dice type thing, like a fighter thing. Right, it's like a portent wizard mixed with a superiority dice. And I can use this equal number of times equal to my proficiency bonus got it okay cool that's a cool ability and this is the what's it from star druid yep star star 
Druids of the Stars. Mr. Goy right. is the Druid to the Stars. <laughs> Just like, on the left, you'll see me summon Brad Pitt. <laughs> He's like, oh, where did I get How did I get here? <laughs> summon Kamehameha. Yeah, that, that 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 that's what my companion is going to be. It's just random actor celebrity appearances. They're okay. re-entering the cave to retrieve Mordecai, right? Uh, that's the plan that you had. That's, that's what Mordecai is hoping. And you guys better have a good plan that doesn't involve enslaving a fucking race of sentient beings. I don't know if they'll we might willingly do it. It's, it's on the table. There's a plan B. There's always my way. <laughs> All right, so you guys enter. Uh, Mordecai, you see the dragon wake up, stir, and look straight out at the entrance. Uh, roll, like, insight. Insight. As an 18. Wow, the only good roll I've done tonight. Whoa. That's bullshit. You've had good uh, You can tell that uh, she obviously is, like, in tune with her lair. So she's able to tell when people have, like, entered or, you know, when they're, like, nearby. And she looks at you and she's like, oh, glad to see you're uh, you're awake. I think your compatriots have returned. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop and I'm going to like kind of yell out and ask for permission and say, can can we come in? Come in, come in. <clears throat> so I'm going to I'm going to like approach like real humbly, like and um, slowly and um, say, how did you sleep? Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much for asking. I can tell you you look radiant this morning. Oh, thank you, dear. Thank you. Your friend has done such a wonderful job. I uh Did he? Man, it's going to be a shame to lose him. I wish he could just just stick around. So And you guys see Mordecai in his uh grass skirt. <laughs> I I do a twirl. He looks lovely. Did you he pick does. that out for him? He picked it out himself. He has such good sense. See, I have good sense, guys. So we actually, um, we we came here with an idea, um, and we thought maybe maybe you could get on, um, kind of get on board with it. Um, we actually know of some creatures that are kind of becoming a problem here on the island, um, and they need dealt with. And we were thinking that maybe they would make really, really um, good, obedient, and um, devoted servants for you. Hmm. They're not slimy, are they? I'm sure not all of them are slimy. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Very well, yes. Uh, yeah, how, how many are you offering? Um, three. Three! Wonderful. Uh, yeah, I think, I, th- I think three would do the trick. Uh, and we could do our, do our tradesies, our little traveling display. Uh, yeah, totally acceptable. Let, let me meet these, uh, let me meet these friends of yours. Well, there's one, um, one hitch in the plan. We need everybody. We need, we need everybody to go, to go wrangle these servant servants for you because they're not going to be super willing at first, um, because they don't know about you. They don't know how beautiful and wonderful and sparkly your lair is. But once we tell them, then we'll be able to bring them here and and trade. Okay, give me a persuasion check. Oh my god. That was good. That was good. I think she's going to take it. It's just going to be if she wants any collateral or not. Ooh. <laughs> oh god. Ooh. Well, that is, that is certainly... Uh, she rolled a seven. 
That is certainly a wonderful idea. Uh, uh, I, I understand your friend needs to go with you, but uh, perhaps he can leave his uh, his beautiful uh, artifact here, and you can pick it back up after we've uh, finished our traveling display. How do you feel about that? How does that make you feel, Mordecai? In your craft I... skirt. <laughs> um, I think Mordecai gets very somber. Um, and you know, like casts off the hula skirt uh for now um when we are not we anymore i can't guarantee that we'll be friends if that makes sense they don't that don't make <laughs> that don't make no nods. sense crundle nods knowing crundle gets it <laughs> um can you explain explain your feelings a little bit more mordecai about being just I instead of we. You all know what I am. Not really. and and I like hold up my my forearms with the like many many X's all over them. Oh. Sal whispers to Grendel. He's an Ender. <clears throat> if we're separated, I go back to the way things were, and <laughs> it might get very tricky for all of you. Well. That's a problem. And you all thought I was the crazy one. Who thought that? I didn't. Did you think that, Tevian? I didn't say anything. See? I know it. And Abby, you can tell that uh, the dragon is getting very perturbed that she's not the center of attention right now. Okay, okay, okay. So I am going to, like, look around her her lair and look at all of her beautiful treasure and start asking her about some of it. Where did you get this beautiful chalice? She she tells you in, like, detail. I don't, Grant doesn't have a story, but she does. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, I mean, we're probably going to need to come up with something pretty quick. By the time she's done telling Nabby about uh, that that treasure, uh, you know, we've taken up a lot of her time. I think uh, I think we're gonna need to either leave her something or leave. We got to do something. I think we're I think we're pretty much out of time. I have some rope. I have a frying pan. <laughs> I have She's... this giant machine gun. Oh, oh, ooh! I have a tell, pineapple. Tell me about tell me about that. That's a quite a large gun you have there. No, not that gun. We're talking about a much bigger gun, aren't we? Yes. I forgot about that one. It sits on the outside of the wall. Yeah, we could trade that very big gun. It's on top of the weather control tower. Oh. The filthy fish people control it. Oh, that's such a long ways away. We could get that. Well, you've already Give- offered to get me something. I Give her the gun. Give her the gun. That's his weapon, though. I throw it down. Hmm. Kick it over. <laughs> Can you actually kick? It's pretty big to kick. Okay. You kick it. I don't know if it moves. Okay, yeah. No, you I kick it out. I slide it over. All right. Well, uh, looks like we have a deal. So you bring me three little friends for my collection. And once we've completed that, then we'll... Do our traveling displays. And, and I I don't mean to, I mean, I know that you would be 
obviously so generous and kind to them, right? As your loyal servants, you would always treat them. You would treat them so well, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, as long as their job performance was tip top. Okay. I can live with that. (laughs) Sal looks at you really slowly. (laughs) Why can you live with that? Yeah. I feel really bad about all this, but let's go. I think we think we we did a deal. Deal's done. Okay, let's get out of here. So, Grendel, I suppose you should equip your uh, improvised weapon, which is going to be a frying pan, which will do 1d4 damage <laughs> until we uh, figure out the rest of this. <laughs> Sounds reasonable. <sighs> and you guys exit the cave together. Together again. So we should probably talk about setting up some sort of ambush for these frogs. Absolutely not. Uh, they just keep coming and watching us while we sleep, so we could probably just wait till this evening. I know. Absolutely So I'm I'm thinking that we come back for them later. We come back later and and liberate them. But this is how we, this is just a means to an end. Did you all forget that we just left a prison planet? Yeah, look, and look how well you all turned out. Yeah, look how well we all turned out. You guys are doing great. I take offense. I am doing quite well. Thank you. Well on your path to reintegrating into society healthily. I feel I mean, rehabilitated. I feel like I should be honest. I'm 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 here because I want to be. Uh, I'm going to kill a lot more people. Thought I'd get that out there into the world. Okay. I'll pretend like I didn't hear that. That's probably for the best. Well, if Mordecai doesn't want to do this, then let's just march back in there and take what we want. You guys are really bad at planning. Right. <laughs> we should have done that before we left the big guy's gun. Oh, Maybe the frog people fast. will be happy with... I don't even know her name. We we could ask them if they would be willing to serve I'm Grease Dragon. We could, for a period of time. I, uh, I don't know. I feel like... uh. We're we're uh we're walking on a real thin line here of justifying. If she if she was impressed with his gun, I'm sure we could find something at some point that she would want. He doesn't seem like she's got very high uh, standards as no. far as. I heard that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Sorry. Pardon me, man. I didn't mean to offend. Uh, God, I, okay. I, I feel like I. Mm... Either way we go, friend, we ain't gonna be the good guys. So. We gotta decide. Just pointing out, Mr. Goy's moral compass is very skewed, so... I mean, this is a highly endangered really creature, guys. <laughs> highly endangered. Here we go, here. The dragon? Yeah, highly yeah. endangered creature. Maybe the last of its kind. Well, and I mean, can't breed. Gonna kill the frogs anyways. That's also a true statement, so... Yeah, eh, a few hundred years. Gone anyways. I didn't think about it like that. He just looks off thousand yard stare on the, over the beach in a couple hundred years there may not be any stars left that's also true he sits down <laughs> it's like the loudest you've ever heard him laugh none, none of this really matters does it oh it matters so much you have to make so, use of your time little friend shall we go collect some frogs or absolutely not well, what do you suggest then, Mordecai? Cowabunga it is. Uh, and Mordecai, like, pulls the sword out and marches back into the cave. <laughs> oh, no. Are you going to try to stab him at all, Nebby? 
I don't know what else to do. That means flipping out the goth rifle, going to fall. I, I don't, I don't want the guy to die. Sorry. I've always wanted to kill a dragon. Well, I'm not maybe. going in. I won't follow him. You're not going in. I won't go in. Roll insight. Fair enough. You're fairly confident there's a low chance they'll survive this unless all of you are in there. I'm fairly confident that either I'm walking out of that cave or the dragon's walking out of that cave. That's a true statement. (laughs) Well, I mean, a very distinct uh, one round and either I'm walking out of that cave or the dragon's walking out of that cave. Oh, shit. (laughs) Well, um, yeah, Heidi, you're pretty sure you're pretty sure you need to. Okay, I'm help him. F- I'll or... follow him in. Uh, Mr. Goy, seeing that they're heading inside, activates his form, uh, his starry form of the chalice. Okay. And so a shimmering chalice, just kind of almost like a tattoo, starts glowing across his chest, but somehow also just outside his clothing. It's very weird. Okay, so um, roll initiative, guys, as you enter the cave. And uh, Grundle. You know, your your gun is on the pile. You guys are out by where the water meets the sand uh, over the cave. I crit on my initiative, 23. Yeah, you 33 do. 33 on my D100. 33 on the D100 for the Wild Magic Surge. 33 is... You're gone. I die. Nope, you are... You disappear. Poof. Grundle... <laughs> Grundle, like, steps up, flexes, and... Disappears. Well, remember that whole thing about you needing all five of those guys? <laughs> well, bonuses, if you're invisible, you could go grab your weapon. No problem, right, buddy? Well. The way that this is worded, because that is initiative, um, I'm going to say that you you reappear on this turn. Mm. The way The way that that's worded, I think that that... I don't want to punish you all the way since you rolled such a high initiative. You are transported to the astral plane until the start of your next turn. After which, <laughs> so Grundle, for just a split second, you were just you just saw stars, like you just saw the universe and the size it could fit into your palm, and yet so large you could not fathom it. You just floated through the world as a speck of dust for just a split second, and then you're back here, feet in the sand, facing this dragon. Huh. That was a unique experience. Grundle says it like that. (laughs) (laughs) Very normal voice. He maintained the sanity that he used to have for just a split moment. And it is your turn. That was the start of your turn, Grundle. Ah. Well, as a bonus action, I'm going to probably dash, I guess. Oh, no, I guess I can dash. I can move 40 feet fast movement. So, I will run... Round the dragon, use my action to grab the gun. Okay, she immediately takes that as uh, aggression. And, yeah, I'll say, uh, I couldn't leave my gun after all. The snacks it is then. Uh, and Nabby, at this point, looks like you're going to have to drop for his blood there. <laughs> Unfortunate. Christ on the cracker. <clears throat> okay, I guess, well, I'm... I'm miserable that I have to do this. I guess I will just poison spray. Ooh! Eats us. Jesus, that damage roll! <laughs> she looks at you. I thought I thought you appreciated my she collection! Po- one less than max damage on that. Oh my goodness. Yeah, 
god. I don't know why I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But then why? I, I don't know what else to do. Tevian. This is what it look like. Uh, yeah, um, Tevian's got his long goss rifle out and, uh, he's gonna open fire with advantage. It's a 23 and a 20. A 23 and a 25. Gotcha. For 18 and 22 damage. And he's gonna bounce back. Roll perception. 16. Uh, you almost step on a bunch of crabs as they exit the water and start heading towards you. Snap! Snap is right. Mm. Um, 10, 15. I'm gonna take 15 up here. Do you I'm take... like bobbing, weaving. Yeah, I'll take the attack of opportunity from. Okay. Yeah, they are going to attack you on that. Um, and that's gonna just be, well, boys, 17 hit you? Yeah, the 17 hits. Okay. Uh, and at the end of his turn, the dragon is going to use a legendary action to hit you with its tail, Grundle. All right. Does a 14 hit you? I have 16. Mordecai. Um, Mordecai is going to uh, run up, and this obscenely heavenly glow is going to um, emanate from Adia uh, as I use my bonus action to cast Shield of Faith on myself. Um, so my AC goes up to a 21. Um, and then I am going to swirl her above my head and uh, strike at the dragon. Boom. Um, and I will also go ahead and expend my other spell slot to... Um, if that hits, does that hit? That does hit. All right, I'll ex- expend my... Uh, oh, no, it, it already added it. Never mind. It doesn't seem like the radiant damage did as much as you would think it would. Seems like her, like, uh, shiny scales seem to repel the radiance a little bit. Okay. And she's going to swing her tail at you. 16 does not hit you. Bounces off my my magical shield. Legoy. Mr. Goy is going to cast Bark Skin on the big, big guy, actually. Is touch. Wait, no, I have to, Damn it, I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> Alright, he will not do that. Instead, he's gonna take aim, load a dart to his gun, take aim, and launch it, like, shoot the dragon. And then the exact dart. Probably won't have any effect, but worth a try. I'm using a trank dart, that's what I'm calling it. It's a drought poison. Okay. As a DC. Okay, fast. Okay, so rolled a 15 and was able to save against that. Uh, save against drow poison, which okay, it has the potential to knock her unconscious, which would be funny if Mr. Guy is the one that makes this a non-violent situation in the end. <sighs> well, guys, everyone needs to make a DC 14 charisma saving throw or be charmed for one minute. Why couldn't I have a oh, what uh, saving throw? Charisma. Did I do that right? You did. I rolled an 11. Debbie? Sorry, charisma save? Charisma saving through you. 21. Grundle, Nabby, and Mordecai, you are charmed, which means you cannot willingly attack this creature until you make that save. Uh, once you make the save, you are immune to that effect. Uh, and it is going to... Mm, I think it's going to turn on Grundle, and it is going to bite at you, Grundle, for 14, which misses. 
and then claw at you twice for 16 and 14. 16. Now Grundle's no longer charmed, correct? Because it attacked him. I don't believe that that is a part of charm. Yeah, so the condition charmed is not the same as the spell like charmed person. So he he loves it. He's like, bring it to me. Yeah. Bite me more. Please, please bite. So Grundle, you can make that save again. Just barely missed it. Nabby, you can make that save again. Roll a d100 because you also wild magic, sir. Uh, roll one d100. Crit failed that, everybody. And that is going to put her... Is she the one rolling all the wild magic surges, or is it just me? She's rolling a lot of them. A few of them. (laughs) A lot of them. You cast fly on a random creature within 60 feet of you, so 60 feet is going to be... Wow. Uh, Give me a... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Give me a D8, and I'm going to do clockwise here. D8. <laughs> so one d8, so two. It's just, it, do I just, it's slash, right? Yeah, you just type slash, roll two. The, uh, the guy, you have the spell fly cast on you right now. Uh, so basically, yeah, Nabby tries to overcome this charm, and uh, she just like slumps forward, and you just see the spark of essence magic uh, fly from her, and it strikes you, guy. And you have a flying speed of 60 feet now. The giant crabs... Uh, are you... You're still grounded, right, TJ? Yes, at the moment I am. Okay. Are going to step up towards you. And let's see what they can do. This is going to be five attacks on you. For 12, 20, 13, 21, and... Oh, uh, uh, four. So I believe the 21 and the 20 hit you for a total of 10 damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and the... Big Crab is heading towards Sal. Oh, and he is going to try and take him. Uh, it has, uh, so the, the the big giant sea creature, uh, so there's a bunch of, what's what's essentially what's happened is the these like sea creatures are surging out of the sea while you guys fight. Uh, and the crabs are like coming at Tevian and like snapping at him. And then a really big, ugly crab has just grabbed Sal and has him in his pincers. Tevian, it is your turn, and you know that if Sal croaks, everybody croaks. Um, I'm gonna fly up and out. Oh, I'm not gonna fly. I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm going to try to fly up and out and over here. So, the attacks of opportunity, there's a 20 for a 2, a 23 for a 6, so 7, you're up to 8 damage. Does the 17 hit you? Yeah, 17 matches. Okay. So, um, yep. So, it's the 5, the 6, and the 2. That damage. 3... And then I will... All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to uh, overcharge the DOS rifle, and I fire, and then I... I don't... As long as I'm using the ammo, I can fire this with both my attacks, right? Yeah. You just can only ever have six ammo at one time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to fire a line of lightning through at him for 28, and he's to do a deck save. Or take half as much. And then I'm going to... Ooh! <laughs> He somehow uh, crits with his plus zero to that. Well, right, so he takes guess. half damage on that. To fire a regular round again. I uh, no, I have advantage, uh, so it's uh, eight. Okay, eight does not hit. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Okay. Um, What's giving you advantage there? Just so I know. 
I always have advantage. I have sharpshooter. Oh, sharpshooter. All right, Mordecai. Oh, uh, at the end of your turn, with its uh, legendary action, it is going to try and swipe its tail forward and strike Mordecai for 19, which does not hit because of Shield of Faith. Yep. Um, I will go and run down towards Sal, um, and then... Attack of Opportunity was for 15, and misses. Does not hit. No cigar. Um, I'm going to use a uh, superiority <coughs> dice to uh, do bait and switch. Um, um, so I'm going to flip me and Sal around here. Okay. There's nothing about that that doesn't work with grapples. Oh, he's he's grappled grappled? He is grappled, yes. Oh, I Does did that not. matter? Um... You can expend one superiority dice and switch places with that creature, provided that yeah. you spend at least five feet of movement and the creature is willing and isn't incapacitated. So it, grappling is incapacitation. I don't Correct. think grapple... I think incapacitated is its own thing. Incapacitated... Yeah, I think it's its own its own thing. So grappled is uh, zero, condition ends, condition also ends if the effect removes and reach yeah uh yeah it, it works it works i'm really okay. good it works i'm gonna yoink sal out of the giant crab's hands um and replace it with uh adia as i i thrust myself forward so i'm gonna switch places with sal there and um i'm gonna strike that giant crab and hopefully <laughs> push it away as well uh, that's Ooh. a 26 to hit yeah that absolutely hits and that is 24 damage. And I would like to push it away, if possible. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what noises crabs make, but it's making that noise. Um, I'm going to go ahead and use my action surge and strike at it again and push it even further away. Uh, does an 18 hit? It absolutely does. All right, that is an additional 19 damage. Uh, yeah, 19 damage and pushed back again, making crab noises. Click, 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 click. The guy, don't forget you have 60 feet of flying speed. Um, hmm. Part of me was debating whether to grab the halfling. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm not back for it. But the guy is going to move over to Saul, and he's going to cure wounds. Cast a cure wound. Touch. Oh, geez, thanks, guys. Oh, thinking maybe I should maybe get out of the cave One, and then because of my chalice i also yeah i think he, he should run increase heal him so hard form of the chalice i get to add another d8 plus one since you're taking the time to heal him um i'm gonna say if you want to like shoo him out of the cave that is your prerogative but don't run too far <laughs> i'm just gonna wait right outside uh yeah kind of kind of end of the adventure if i die you know what i mean all right so he healed for 17 okay he is. He's. He's outside. He's waiting. And that'll that'll be it for me for him. Okay. Uh, with the only person being in range, uh, being Grundle, he is going to do his legendary action to swipe for this tail. Thirty for twenty-one damage. And then, sorry guys, but it's a dragon. Uh, Mordecai, Mr. Guy, and Navi all need to make a dexterity saving throw against thirty-six damage. Okay, you take 36 damage, you take 36 damage, 
I'm gonna also my, use my one ability to add a rule nine dex. So half damage. How much did I take? 36. Holy mother. Yeah, you take 18, Mordecai takes 36. So you just click on your token, and then you can just type minus 36 in oh, that little... Oh, you just type it right in there. Yeah, just type minus 36, and it'll, it'll populate. Uh, Nabby and Mordecai, uh, attacks against you have advantage until you wash the glitter off. That temp HP is already long. Oh, yeah, don't forget you have eight temp HP. So people that took third... Uh, yeah. Okay. Plus eight. So uh, 36 minus eight. You took... 28 damage. It is Grundle's turn, and he needs to try and not be charmed anymore. Uh, you know what? I think I'm gonna use a hero dice. Okay, Come good. On, Alright, I got a 12, plus that d6. Brings me up to an 18. Bringing me out of my stupid. And now right. I'm charmed. I enter a state of pure frenzy and muscles start to hulk out I start swinging recklessly and as hard as I can with my big patty oh that third one I was getting tired (laughs) I rolled a 21 a 19 a 13 this yeah this dragon like reels from these massive hits oh shit uh just reels ugh what are you doing? My beautiful coat! Stop it, monster! Took some hefty damage. Navi, it is your turn. Still stuck, huh? I gotta save again. Yeah, you gotta do the Christmas save again. Oof. Oh my gosh. You just love the dragon. I mean, I RP-wise. It's like I really don't want to be out of this. I, I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> it's like letting people into the Capitol building. <laughs> I will say that... Oh, I don't want to metagame, but as Charmed, you don't have to attack. You can do other stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's also a bunch of crabs right there, so you can haul off on it. That is true. Just if you want to attack the crabs, crabs you can Ooh, do that, Navi. Gonna, can I tidal wave those crabs? I don't... Would a tidal wave hurt a crab? Yeah, you can. Rules is written. Yes, you can tidal wave those crabs. Let's go for it. I'm annoyed with the implications, but yes, you can tidal wave the crabs. <laughs> uh, force is force. Yeah, say, Wait, what did I just? What did I? What did I? Hit? Yeah, you got it. You got okay. it. Yeah. Um. So the where's my crabs? Here we go. That's gonna be a. Don't forget about your frog. Oh yeah. It, what what's Telok been doing this whole time? I totally forgot about him. I'm terrible. He can pet. act on your turn. Okay. I'm a terrible pet owner. So. Yeah, Teluk can. Oh, okay, so what happened to the crabs? They're still there, yeah. Um, several of them died, uh, and the several of the crabs died. One of them lived because it was just like, I don't know, man, had its moment. <laughs> and the big crab also takes the damage and is uh, knocked prone, so he loses half his movement. Okay, so can Teluk hop forward and bite? Um, this big, big crab boy. Yes, it can. Can click that too. Boom! Nom, nom. Not the crit. Am I gonna make the crab do the wild magic surges? <laughs> He's a frog. He's one of us. Yeah, yeah. All right. Slash roll one d one hundred. This also kills the the bigger crab. Wait, this kills coming. the crab. This kills the crab. Uh, eighty three. Uh, ooh, and. Uh, 30 feet of you, um, 
cheesecakes. So Mr. Guy, Mordecai, your frog, the crab, the dragon, all take three damage, and you heal for 15. Yeah. So you get 15 hit points back. Everyone else loses three. Um, Everyone. I get, I get, you said, yeah, you, you, yeah, you got 15 and everybody else lost three. You sucked the life out of, like, everything around you. <laughs> uh, as the PTSD that happens, this Druid's gonna have. <laughs> yeah, uh, as the creature dies, I'm going to go ahead and use my absorption on the crab. Uh, so when a creature dies within 30 feet of me, I can use my reaction to manipulate its essence. You're not the only one that can do this. Uh, and I may regain 1d6 plus sword level hit points or redirect it or bestow it upon somebody else. It's temporary hit points. Um, when used, I must succeed on a DC 14 saving throw or lose this ability until a long rest. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and roll that D6 first. Um, and what did we agree that this, the sword level was? Is it my Your level? level. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that, that's a one. Uh, one plus six. Go ahead and put seven hit points in there. Um, and then I have to save on a DC 14 charisma saving throw. And I do not save. That is a six. So I lose that ability for a little while. Um, you rolled both of those really low. Yeah. Uh, and then I roll a D20 as well. And uh, if the number is odd, I lose my reaction for that turn. No, it's even. I keep my reaction. Uh, this stupid little crab is going to run up and is going to uh, attack your frog. No. Ah. Oh god, and hits him. Uh, yeah, and and hits Talat and Talat. Oh, oh. I don't know what noise frog. <laughs> oh, oh. That, that's that's the fish noise. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. The yeah. frog is mad. Just just more out of, of my like room. a. I feel like it'd be more like a croak, like a. Wrong. <laughs> Man, I'm bad. Really? <laughs> uh, okay. Tevian, the turncoat. Tevian uh, clears around with his lever action Goss rifle and opens fire. 21 for 24 damage. 22 with 26 damage. And then I'm going to use my action surge and I'm going to use precise attack with a hero, with a. Oh, and I get an 8 on that, making that 11 and 19 um, with one of my uh, superiority dies, what I use there. I don't know what's um, happening, but it's a lot of damage. So I do 24, 26, and 26 damage um, with that barrage nice of attacks. So in rapid succession, the goth rifle goes off, leaving kinetic discharge across the battlefield as I slam into the dragon with that old jury uh she is going to use her legendary action at that uh she's bloodied you see that uh damage has been done um and she is going to uh beat her wings and a dexterity save from grundle really <laughs> I tried, well, I, tried to I was roll. just trying to see if my danger sense would apply to this. It's dexterity saves against effects that you can see. But I have enough time to react. Do you think that would I, I, I think so. Yeah, I think this would apply to danger sense. Right. Doesn't even matter. I got a Doesn't even matter. Uh, and she flies up into the air. 
uh, 30 feet and fixes her eyes on you, Tevian. All right, do I still need to make my uh, charisma saving throw for, for my turn to see if I'm still charmed? Yeah, you should have made it last turn also. You're not, though. All right. Um, I I did. I still failed it, um, okay. but I used my reaction, so that's not technically my turn. Um, There's a good chance you're gonna take me down. All right. Is she flying from flapping her wings, or am I, is she yep. still within range? She is thirty feet in the air. Thirty feet in the air. I cut off her wing. Cannot reach that. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to um, run. Forward and thwap the crab away from the frog. Thwap the crab. That's all I can do is thwap the crab. Uh, does a 15 hit its AC? Yes. Okay. Uh, so that does a total of 16 damage, and I push it back five feet. Are you divine smiting the crab? No, that's just dueling sense. Oh, okay. You or push... dueling style, not dueling sense. Yeah. You said divine smite, and I was like. Divine sense, and yeah, words are confusing. Yeah, uh, crab is dead. Uh, and I believe that's my turn. I killed a crab. Aren't you proud, everyone? Oh, somebody get that fucking... <laughs> Shoot that dragon out of the sky! <laughs> I unloaded everything that I'm capable of with the current weapon I have. The guy, uh, at the end of Mordecai's turn, as a legendary action, uh, several more crabs emerge from the water. Okay, Mr. Guy. The guy is gonna fly up into the air. Good plan. Man, them wild surges coming in handy. 20 feet (laughs) in the air, and he's like, well, I was gonna heal you, but you said shoot it, and he's gonna load another dart into his gun, and just air sound pops out, and a dart launches at the dragon. (laughs) Damn her. Why, why didn't I have the odd, the odd omen? I could have negated that and made her fall asleep. I mean, she can also just choose not to spell saves. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, well, Tevian, she looks at you and she's insolent. That's what they say. Insolent! And she flies towards you and she uh, bites 24. I did. And that is for uh, 24 damage. And that should be radiant, not cold. I apologize about the missing that. Okay. So if you have anything that deals with radiant damage. And then she's going to claw at you. 19. I'm down. Okay. How high up in the air were you? I wasn't up in the air. You're not in the air? Okay. Nope. Good. Okay. So no falling damage. You are unconscious. Uh, and she's going to, she has 80 feet of flying speed. She is going to swoop towards, back towards the party. Uh, does not get her breath back. Grundle. Did she fly back up into the air? So, okay, so Tevian was not in the air. So she would have landed, attacked Tevian, and then walked away. So no, she is not, she has not... Uh, retaken to the air. I'm gonna run right here, just in front of her. Shoot her in the face. And... Don't you have, like, medic bullets or something? Uh, yeah, but it's it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I have to build charges for it by hitting stuff. So I rolled a 16, a 22, and an 18. The second to hit, uh, and uh, she, she stumbles. Uh, she's 
It looks like she's breathing heavily. It looks to be hurt. Uh, Nabby, it is your turn. Uh, you are still charmed, so you can make your charisma saving throw. And you're still charmed. <laughs> Which is just RP appropriate. Plenty um, of targets still for you to attack. Yeah, there are other targets. can't remember how fast my... I can't remember how fast Talak can move. Can he? Well, I don't know if I want to move him, actually. Never mind. I changed my mind. I don't know. I don't think there is anything else I can do then, right? Because I can't attack her. You, you can, can attack, attack the crabs. crabs. I don't know if you saw it. There's Oh, there's more. Oh, my gosh. We have more crabs. More crabs. <laughs> okay. I. Let's see. How far away am I? Okay. Can I call lightning? Yes, you can. I can't remember how that one works. Storm cloud. Okay. So I call it over them, right? Mm-hmm. Five feet of that point, so you can target four of these at a time. Do you have any preference where? Do you want to work left to right, like a corn on the cob? Do you want to do the big guy? Do you? <laughs> let's uh, let's do big guy. Big guy and two small ones. So we'll mm-hmm. do the two little guys. That's gonna be two dexterity saving throws. Fail, fail. So dead and dead. And then the big monstrous looking crab is also fails and takes full damage, does not kill it, but it is it's damaged. Any movement, Navi? I'm gonna have Kentella um, bite this crab here. The big boy? Um yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he has uh, 30. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, okay. And that uh that big monstrous crab is uh, grappled and takes a quite a bit of damage. Good boy. How high up in the air are you, guy? 20. 20 feet. So, uh, the crabs are coming out. And we're going to do three on Pellet, and the other ones are going to start making their way towards Nappy. Uh, two. Okay, so crab attacks. Two of these are going to be on Mordecai. Crab one, 10. Crab two, 20. Crit, 23. So four damage to Mordecai. Three attacks on Portalak. 15, 9. And 10, I believe the 15 hits, 15 hits, and does three damage. Your poor, your poor friend is hurt. Mm, poor baby. Uh, and the other two can't quite get in range. Heavy and make a death saving throw. Mm-hmm. Fail. Mordecai. Uh, um, I'm going to run up. Uh, actually, I'm going to call out to uh, Grundle. Grundle, do you know how to heal? Um. The only thing that I have as far as healing goes... How long has it been since we ate breakfast, Grant? Uh, like in 30 minutes? Oh. Well, then I have three snacks that can heal for one TA. Okay. For I'm... breakfast. You're still warm. I'm going to... <laughs> what are the snacks? delicious food that can heal. At will is what it says. So... At will to me means literally the fuck up happens whenever you, you want. As long yeah. as you're not fucking laying in your pool of your own blood. Yeah, I would say anytime you're like able Conscious. to make make decisions. <laughs> yeah. Anytime okay. you're able to apply your will. I'm gonna right. run up to the dragon. Um, and I am also going to spend a superiority dice. Or when I hit a creature, okay, so I'll I'll actually swing first and then see if I expend my superiority dice. The dragon. That is a 22 to hit. Uh, oh, I'm killing it. That's. This is your moment for a roleplay, my friend. That is all of the hit points that this dragon has. Um, 
I see Tevian and I, I had yelled out to Grundle if he knew how to heal. Um, and I go, hey, beautiful. Uh, and she she lowers her head to, um, you know, like take a big chomp of me as, uh, you know, I run at her and I grab the front of her snout and do a front flip over it and just drive Adia into the top of her head, cracking it open. Um, and I ride her head as she, she writhes about um, just like whapping, whapping, whapping with this, this vine um, entrenched sword uh, until we both collapse onto the ground. And with that, the uh, crabs regain their senses and are no longer <laughs> predatorial creatures. Uh, try to run away uh, back into the sea. Um, Tevian coughs in the corner, coughs up some blood. I step up to him, I guess. Eat, friend. You fought well. Can eat. <laughs> I just shove it in his mouth. Is it bird? Is it bird seed? No, it's a. Uh, I don't eat bird seed. Fish. I think that's what we were eating for breakfast. I will fly over there. That's <laughs> and that's racist. Use. Uh, <laughs> Uh, cure wounds on Tibian. Does anyone have any uh, anything they'd like to say? Is this you know beautiful last of its kind endangered species? Is it dead? Dead or would it? Could... It's dead. Oh, it's so dead. I guess uh, out of oh, I needed somber respect for uh, Nabby at least uh, uh, sadness for this uh, extinction event. Um, everyone just kind of you you gather up the key. Um, and I'm assuming the guy is going to do something disgusting and terrible. But uh, let's go ahead and end our session here. He will do something disgusting and terrible, yes. But let's go ahead. We'll wait for her to leave at least the cave. We'll uh, we'll in. cover that. We'll cover that next week on the homebrew. No, in all reality though, um, you want to end here. Uh, everybody thank you so much for listening uh make sure that you check us out on the homebrewpodcast.com heidi thank you so much for playing with us you have been super awesome uh and yeah continue to tune in follow us on our social media accounts all those links are on our website and again that is the homebrewpodcast.com and we will see you next week for episode 15